and welcome to this Sunday, June 25th edition of the Clever Hack Podcast. What you just heard there is probably the most annoying ringtone ever. It's uh, Brass Monkey by uh, the Beastie Boys. The other day I was playing around with my phone and uh, I realized that I had like a free chance of getting some ringtones. And, um, and yeah, I found that. And no, I did not download that ringtone even though it is really, really appealing to me. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely get some, uh, some people uh, talking in the... It, it, at, at work. So, so anyway, um, this is the Clever Hacks podcast, and this is being brought to you on my iMac rather than my PowerBook. I tried to record my podcast a little bit earlier today, but what happened was that um, GarageBand on my older um, PowerBook was giving me a disk is too slow error. So I'm thinking there, uh-oh, that's not really too good. And what I wanted to do was to go through, you know, disk utility and, and do permissions and all that stuff. But before I wanted to go and do that, of course, because, you know, working with hard drives is um, so much fun, I wanted to go back up my data. And um, this turned into a little adventure as I had a Lassie um, 400, um, it's a hard, it's a, a, a Firewire a, a hard drive. Um, I bought it last year. It's, yeah, it's a Lassie Mini Firewire 400 hard, hard drive, external hard drive, and um, I had it, and I didn't use it from last year, and I literally took out the pack, took it out of its packaging today, plugged it into my PowerBook to do the backup, and the thing started clicking immediately. I kid you not. I was like, well, we know it's broken, huh? So, um, so as, as they say, um, you know, electronics... It, they usually don't fail after a while. They'll fail if they're going to fail. They're going to fail immediately, and this thing actually fa- failed immediately. Now, the thing for me is that I've had it for uh, oh gosh, almost a year now. So I have to give them a call about warranty. There's a one-year limited warranty about that. So um, hopefully, I'm covered, or else I'm going to have a very expensive doorstop to be to be working with. So that's what's going on at Clever Hack. Um, other, other than that, um, it's been sort of a busy week this past week here at Clever Hack. Um, it was the end of school. Uh, Southeast Pennsylvania gets out, I guess, the third week in June, so dif- the different school districts. All the different school districts have, um, they run on their own schedules, so, you know, like the next town over might might get out um, a couple days earlier than you do. Um, and, and because of that, the summer camps don't start until quite late. Summer camps here, well, at least the one that um, my daughter is going to, started um, June 22nd, which, which was Thursday, which was nice. Um, the summer camp, it's a different summer camp for her this year. It's a little bit close. It's on my way to work, which is really, really nice. And was very, very well um, recommended by, um, a whole, by a bunch of parents. It's one of those summer camps where the parent, where the parent how the parents describe it is that they tell, you, um, they tell you the kid will be sleeping by the time they get home. So... So yes, it's um, one of those keep the kids busy and happy kind of summer camps. And on Friday it was kind of cool as I was picking up my daughter and uh, I got to pet the horses there. So that was that was a treat for me. So other than that, um, just to tell you about just to give you a recommendation if you're ever out and about and you're in the mood for a salad, the McDonald's uh, Asian chicken salad is not that bad for a fast fast food salad. I'd probably give it. I'll probably like. An eight out of ten. It was it was that good. Um, it had you know iceberg lettuce. It had spinach. It had um, peas. It had some pepper. A little bit of pepper and the soy um, flavored sauce. It was actually quite good. Um, and 
in addition to all that, it came with a yoga CD. Although when I looked at the yoga CD, it's a pair, or I should say DVD, it's about, a, it's supposedly a 15 minute DVD with this uh, kind of CGI um, uh, made instructor. And um, yeah, when I got it, I was thinking, you know, maybe I'm the wrong demographic to be getting a yoga CD. I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe that's crazy talk, but uh, but I was kind of surprised that uh, I was getting that from a McDonald's meal. So a happy meal for, for physically fit adults, I, I suppose. Next on Clever Hack, what I want to talk to you about is some Bluetooth problems I've been having. First and foremost, I, I'm on the iMac today, and um, being on the iMac um, actually is, I don't say it's an adventure, but I had um, some problems with it a little bit earlier this week as my daughter wanted to go on the iMac, and we usually keep it asleep. Uh, mainly so she can just um, turn, we keep the uh, keyboard and the mouse off, and the, re I don't, the reason for that is, I don't know, I want to save batteries. So in my quest to save batteries, we let the, the iMac sleep, the keyboard and the mouse turned off, and earlier this week, you know, daughter went to go and go on the, the iMac, and the thing wouldn't wake up from sleep. Um, what was happening was that the iMac lost connect, it's Bluetooth, these are um, wireless key um, keyboard and mice, or mouse, and we wanted, and we what she wanted to do was wake it up from sleep, and it didn't happen because the iMac lost its Bluetooth connection um, with the uh, keyboard and mouse. And even though we turned it on, the two peripherals, um, the iMacs didn't know, um, couldn't detect them. So what happened was that we had to reboot the iMac, um, do a hard reboot. It's the only thing you could do. You couldn't do anything else. Um, what I don't have in the house and what I'm going to get is um, some backup USB um, keyboards and mice, um, mainly because it was a pain in the butt to go and diagnose this without really knowing if my peripherals, the wireless peripherals, were going bad or if it was um, something wrong with OS X. From what I understand and from, from some uh, research I did afterwards, I did find that both Tiger and Panther have some problems with Bluetooth peripherals. So. I'm sure that didn't help me in my uh, with my problems with the mouse and the keyboard. Talking about Tiger and Panther here, um, I've got a uh, headset for my phone. It's a Motorola H500 headset I got from Verizon. I wasn't when I went to get my phone. I wasn't really paying attention to the headset. I actually um, I think I mentioned this headset before in the podcast. I hate the headset. I hate it. I don't. I feel like I think it's too flimsy. But anyway, um, what I wanted to do was to connect the headset to my PowerBook uh, just to see if I could do it first and foremost. And secondly, if I'm going to use Skype at all or any um, voice um, over IP uh, kind of applications, I need something other than the uh, headset that I have, the, the one with, ones with the full uh, headphones and uh, microphone. I, I hate being tethered to my, to my computer when I'm talking. I don't know, I'm kind of weird like that. So anyway, I tried to connect the H500 um, headset to my PowerBook. It didn't work. I'm running 10.3, 10.39, I think, on my PowerBook. So I thought, oh, maybe there's an upgrade, you know, to power Bluetooth in in, uh, in Tiger. Tried to connect it to, tried to connect the headset to a a, a MacBook Pro running a, a Tiger, uh, Intel MacBook Pro, I should say, and no, still no can do. The, however, I will note that the Bluetooth utility um, on Tiger has the ability to recognize headsets, while the Bluetooth utility on Panther does not. So, but but still, um, 
the Tiger Bluetooth utility did not recognize my uh, H500 headset, so I guess if I want to have a nice light, well, a lightweight headset, I'm going to have to go and find something else. I can't, I, I can't figure out how to connect it. So there you go. Next, to talk a little bit about uh, website design, there were two very interesting things I saw on Slashdot today. Yes, don't, or I should say it's past week. Don't fall over, I know it's Slashdot, but um, it's, there were some two, two interesting things. First and foremost was the, uh, was the, inter the Slashdot interview with the father of CSS, the, the how come, um, why I'm, lie, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's the guy who works at, at Opera, and he uh, first uh, proposed the CSS standard. It was a very, very good interview. It was really, the reason why I liked reading it, and I have to actually bookmark it and read it again, um, is because he explained uh, you know, a whole bunch of things about uh, behaviors about CSS and gave the conceptual of it and where he thinks it's going, which is very, very interesting to me because um, CSS, I work with CSS you know, daily, and um, even though I understand the mechanics of it, I, I like to know where it's going because when I'm thinking of a design you know, for the future, I like to know, you know you know, what I could be working with, you know, in a year or two years from now. But um, it was a great interview, and for those of you web designers out there, I really, really highly, highly um, suggest that you would go and read it. Next, the other interesting thing I found on Slashdot, and this goes into super cool, I didn't really know this kind of category, was there, there was an article about uh, a Firefox extension with um, a new one, and it was for um, voice over IP. Um, and the whole thing, the, the whole Slashdot um, main thrust of the thread was that, oh, this is stupid because it's a non-free um, service that this Fire, um, Firefox extension was enabling and, you know, do you really want voice over IP in Firefox and blah, 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 blah. But the interesting thing was one guy's comment where he noted that you don't need a Firefox extension to be able to um, get a voice over IP application to work. Um, he noted that you can do an href um, tell and um, with a phone number, and if you do that href, it works like much like an href uh, mail to, where you do an href tell, type in the, have the phone you know the the phone number in the anchor, and by doing that, that'll open up a voice over IP application, and then that voice over IP application can go and dial the phone. Um, so I thought that was pretty. Gosh darn cool! That that I have to go ahead and try that one out. So I thought that was that was really really neat. Next in um, in Cleverhack site news, um, nothing really big's been happening on Cleverhack um, this week. I mean, other other than increased visitors from the podcast, which is really really cool. And yes, I do know I need a some sort of nice art um, for the um, podcast pub. Um, um, PR photo. I do know that, but it's kind of weird though. Um, a lot of the podcast directories don't use a standardized um, photo. Like one might go um, 160 by 160, you know, pixels. One might go 300 by 300. Like iTunes goes 300 by 300, um, and still another might go 100 by 100. So anyway, um, aside from that problem, um, I wanted to note that I got this weird um, refer. Well, a whole bunch of re re uh, refers from this. Uh, BMW enthusiast site. Apparently, they found something interesting on my site. But what the guy did on the um, BMW site, or BM uh, this um, fan site, I should say, 
was that they instead of giving me a regular you know hard link you know from from their site to their to mine they redirected the link so they gave so it was basically um be the the uh, the referrer looked like bmw site whatever.com and then um redirected to you know cleverhack.com and I got kind of, I don't want to say annoyed, but it was like, why are you redirecting the link rather than linking directly? The only thing, the only reason why I could think of is because that would deny PageRank for Google. I mean, that, I don't know. I think it's kind of stupid. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I can even sign stupid to that, to, to what happened. Maybe just annoying, but, um, but yeah. So, Lord, um, Prior to this redirection, I did not know that there are so many BMW fan sites out there, but there are. So, so there you go. Apple. Well, I've talked about Apple a little bit today, and I just wanted to go ahead and talk to you a bit more about it. Um, I have two notes, on, uh, two points to, to tell you about Apple. Uh, first and foremost, um, I can't. Um, I can't tell you the, uh, the joy that, that explodes in my heart in the morning um, when I go ahead and read the news sites and I see Apple ads. Apparently, there's a uh, there's been an advertising push by Apple with the new with especially with their new ads on um, sites like Wall Street Journal and CNN.com. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. Next, um, what I wanted to talk to you about or just point to, out to you is that there, I know there's been a lot of yelling about the um, the the Apple defects, um, whether it's with the MacBook Pros that are too hot or with the exploding batteries. Um, and I just wanted to note that, you know, even though we're hearing about these problems, that you got to keep in mind that the normal return rate for electronics is about, you know, like in for normal retail, it's about 15%. So I don't know. Here's the question. Are we hearing you know, a very vocal 15% or is it more than 15% um, of problems? So, so yeah. Um, also, I didn't know that this site existed prior to this week, but there is a site that tracks um, Apple problems with Apple products, and it's called AppleDefects.com. So, so you can go ahead and check those out. Now on to um, another favorite uh, company that I like to talk about, Google. Um, this week, uh, Google announced that they're instead of doing um, cost per click or CPC ads, they're going to go. Uh, they're starting to test cost per action, um, where um, where uh, you get paid for some sort of action happening, um, of some sort of conversion. So I think that's good. Um, eBay announced that earlier with their e was it last week when eBay came out with their eBay eBay ads. So. I am hoping that cost per action will probably um, reduce click will reduce click fraud. So that'll be interesting to track. Also with Google, um, they announced it was late last week. I think I saw the article. Well, it was dated on Friday that they are also offering the ability for advertisers to advertise during a certain time of day. And from what I understand, um, Overture and also or Overture Yahoo and MSN have already been offering that. So um, that'll be good. Um, the Google um, offering will be good for those advertisers that are doing that are like advertising breakfast food in the in the beginning of the day, or you know late at, or on Fridays they're going to go ahead and and uh, and, and advertise. Um, let's say whatever your favorite drinks or 
or um, party supplies or, or what have you. One thing to know about PodPress, um, on, uh, on WordPress, PodPress is the plugin that I use uh, to, when I, when I post my uh, podcast on the site, um, PodPress allows that, that, um, uh, that Flash player. It also uh, automatically tags my, po my podcast for, uh, to be ready for iTunes. Um, one thing I wanted to note was that I found an error. It was given, it was, PodPress was throwing an error on pages that don't exist anymore on my, on my site. And with that, um, there is a fix for it, and it's to upgrade to the latest version, which is six, which is 6.0. I still have to upgrade because um, uh, there's some, there's apparently a bug with 6.0 in which you need to have the right version of P, uh, PHP installed in your site. So I still yet have yet to upgrade PodPress, but uh, just note if you do use PodPress, um, there's a new version out, and it does um, fix some bugs. Last but not least, let me talk about a little bit of music. Um, this week at work has been dominated by um, by Iron and Wine, and what I mean by that is that I needed some background music as I was uh, um, doing some uh, some hard thinking some hard thinking work here, and um, Iron and I was listening to a whole bunch of uh, Iron and Wine, and uh, it was very relaxing. So it's exactly what I needed, um, and I. I shall note that uh, I, I might even get to see Iron and Wine um, later this summer, so I'm very excited about that. Also in music, um, last night was DVD night here at Cleverhack, and I watched, one of the movies I watched at least was Wedding Crashers, which was pretty, uh, it was a pretty good movie. It was, I, I'm glad I rented it, I, I'm glad I didn't see it in the theater, but um, uh, Vince Vaughn was surprisingly, surprisingly non-robotic. So, um, and he had some really, really funny lines. He, if he, he, he had a couple like parts where he had a monologue, and he was actually hilarious in those in those parts. But um, one thing I wanted to note, music-wise, with with uh, Wedding Crashers, is that is that I got to I was listening to it, and I was um, picking out those songs as as they were playing. Um, they had, for example, um, they played like Take Five by Dave Brubeck, um, and uh, they also played uh, a song by Coldplay, but um, the one thing that I was trying to pay attention to when I was watching Wedding Crashers is that there's a Death Cab for Cutie song on the soundtrack. Let me tell you, in the version that I saw, and I saw the uncut, the official uncut version, there's no Death Cab for Cutie song um, playing, so I don't know how Death Cab for Cutie has a tie-in. The only thing I can think of is that there's a character in Wedding Crashers with which is, you have to see it within the context of the, of the movie, it's the brother, there's a, there's a brother in the movie and he's like your typical emo ca character, it's actually quite funny, and uh, I would bet that that's the reason why the Death Cab was included on the soundtrack, but, um, but yeah, no Death Cab song, um, at least in the movie anywhere, so, there you go. And with all that, I believe that it's the end of of the Clever Hack podcast. So I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I appreciate your feedback. You guys are excellent, excellent audiences, and I love hearing from you. And um, and yes, um, if you have if you have any uh, Bluetooth headsets to send, send them to blog at cleverhack.com, or you can catch me on um, I am. I'm usually on, um, and um, I would welcome hearing from you. So thanks again for uh, allowing for listening to. A clever hack episode, and uh, hopefully, I will talk to you uh, next week.
Bye for now.